Hello, on today from here to there, redefining home, we are going to talk about a topic that we get a lot of questions about. Sometimes people just calling and trying to plan um, their upcoming move, but also when we are actually sitting down with someone that is planning to sell their house, the question of timing comes up over and over again. So we're going to talk about a few things that have to do with timing, um, partly best time of year, worst time of year to put your house on the market, but also things like timing. Once we make this decision, how long does it take to actually get our house on the market and how quickly will it sell? Um, and how long does closing take and those kinds of things. So we're going to um, just do a discussion today about a lot of things that have to do with timing. Um, so I want to say that, of course, we have some listeners that uh, are of course, in the San Antonio Metroplex, where most of our clients are. Um, but I know we have people all over the country and even some listeners outside of the United States. So I want to say that the answer to some of these questions is going to vary according to the region that you're in, the state that you're in, lots of those kinds of things. Um, also, timing um, can also depend on local issues, like if they're redefining school boundaries in your area. Maybe there's um, kind of an uproar about about that, and maybe that needs to get settled, or maybe you're trying to get ahead of, of that decision and put your house on the market. So sometimes there's really specific things like that that can affect timing. Um, even major road construction projects. We live off of the I-10 corridor north of 1604, and the San Antonio area. And if you know this area at all, you know that that um, has been somewhat of a nightmare. And so we have had some clients out this way waiting for those major construction projects to be a little bit further along uh, so as to not scare off um, buyers that are having to drive through that construction on their way to come look at your house. Um, Another thing I want to say that can affect area to area is climate. So I have heard that in a lot of the northern parts of the United States, where you might get a foot or two or three of snow on the ground, um, that that can dramatically affect the real estate market. Fortunately, here in San Antonio, we don't have that kind of snow, or if we do, it lasts about two hours and then it's gone. Um, we have ice, but that's really hard to plan. So um, climate does not affect our market very much here in the San Antonio Metroplex. Um, I don't know that I've, I've really seen that besides maybe no one's going to go look at houses on Thursday because the the low is, you know, dipping down into the low 30s or 20s. Uh, so they're going to wait till Friday where maybe it's 15 degrees warmer than that. So that kind of thing. But those are such, such small things that really do not affect the general picture of when a, one of our clients is going to put their house on the market. So that's what I want to say is that, um, I'm going to talk mostly about what I know, which is our local market here, um, but you absolutely would want to reach out to a professional in your area um, to see if what I'm talking about is applicable also to your area. Um, and you may just know some of that too from um, living in a certain area um, as well. But I also want to say um, that one thing I really would encourage you to talk to a professional about is who the target buyer for your home is. So we're going to talk quite a bit about that. Um, but that's something that I think a lot of novice real estate agents don't 
really think about too much. Um, you know, of course, they they know how to price a home effectively, and um, they understand that marketing is required for a home. But a lot of novice agents aren't really strategically planning on who the most probable buyer for that specific listing are. And so Although we don't talk to all of our clients about that in great detail, it is something that our team really thinks about for each property, who the most probable home buyer would be. And so a probable home buyer is with the features of what your home has to offer and what your neighborhood has to offer. Um, who is it that's really seeking to purchase the exact product, the exact house that you have? Um, so we're going to go through that, but I just want you to probably kind of think about that. Obviously, if you have a five bedroom, three and a half bath house, it's probably not a single person entering retirement that's looking to purchase your home. Um, if you have a garden home with really low upkeep, um, all one story, maybe it's two bedrooms, maybe it's three bedrooms, small yard, um, that's probably not going to be a bustling family of, you know, with four kids that's going to purchase your home. So some of it's easy to determine like that, but some of it you may have to think a little bit harder. Are your school, the schools that your home feeds to, are those desirable enough that people may be flocking to your neighborhood um, because they want to be in that coveted school zone. Um, or maybe your home is really close to, um, you know, soccer fields or something. We have a part of San Antonio where there's a whole bunch of um, soccer activities. And so a lot of times there's some families moving to that area to be close to those amenities. So you just kind of have to, to think through that um, to really apply some of this podcast to your home. Um, Another thing that people ask about is, well, my neighbor's house is for sale too. Is that going to affect me? Not necessarily. When we are showing buyers and there's four or five signs that they're driving past when they enter your neighborhood, um, we do sometimes honestly get a question of, what, hey, what's going on in this neighborhood? Is there something going on that we don't know about? Sometimes there is, but I would say 95% of the time, it's just coincidence. So sometimes you have a neighborhood that's five, six, seven, eight years old, and that just happens to be the average of how often homes turn over in our area. And so of course, there's going to be a big bunch of people that are looking to move because they've all kind of hit that mark around the same time. So we do see that, but that's something that we hope that the agents that are showing your home can intellectually speak with their buyers about, because typically there's really not a reason for that. But I would say that if your house, you're thinking about putting your house for sale and, and the neighbor across the street's house is for sale and your next door neighbor's house is for sale and one three down the street is for sale, that could affect whether it should or should not could affect some buyers thinking, man, something must be going on on this street. But if all of those houses go quickly and they're under contract, I think it can even help you because what will happen is the agent will pull up to your house to show your house and people will say, oh, wow, I wonder how much that one is across the street. Oh, this one, this one next door looks really nice too. Can we look at that one? And if the agent can say, actually, those are all under contract. Now you've created even more of a scarcity mindset with that buyer and thinking, oh, this is a hot neighborhood then. So I do want to get in here. So that that can help. There's kind of two sides to every coin, of course. Um, and I also want to say that if 
if it's just the neighbor's house or just the house across the street or a couple down, but it's not, you know, the you can stand in your yard and see five signs that could be an issue, but just one or two houses near you that can help drive traffic to your house too, because someone uh, may get word somehow of one of those other houses that's for sale. And then of course they're going to see your sign in the yard too, and ask some questions about that as well. So maybe um, they pull up and they're interested in the house that's, you know, two doors down and that house the reason they were looking at that one was that it had four bedrooms and you have three bedrooms in an office and maybe it didn't come up on their search. They can ask more questions. So, so really having some neighboring houses for sale can be um, helpful, even though it, it kind of seems like a detriment at first. But again, that's something you'd want to talk to a professional about whenever um, you're getting ready to put your house on the market. Um, some people talk about time of year as far as what the landscaping looks like. Um, that can affect people, but just know that you're putting your house on the market in the dead of winter. All the other houses they're looking at too are also being marketed in the dead of winter. So, um, even though that may not be the very best time to show off your pretty gardens, um, just know that time of year is moving with all of the houses that they're looking at. It's it's affecting every house in a similar way. Um, we've overcome that with some of our clients by asking our clients if they have any pretty pictures of their house when it was in, you know, tip top bloom um, state. So sometimes we've posted pictures of homes with blue bonnets growing in a corner of the yard that right now just kind of looks like weeds. But during the spring is beautiful and the envy of all the neighbors. So we've certainly posted pictures like that. Um, we've also posted when we're selling a house with a pool, we've had um, a little sheet of paper up on the window that goes out to the pool area showing um, some of the current owner's you know, setups during parties and things like that around that pool, just to really paint that picture with the buyer. If it's the time of year that they can't really see a piece of your house in its best light. So there's ways to overcome that and paint that picture with the buyers, even if your home shows better in a different season than when you find yourself putting the house on the market. Um, okay, so we're going to kind of really just go through some of the different seasons and talking about, um, I guess, some advantages to each season. So spring, so we're looking at that March to June time frame. That is when I would say most sellers think is the the time to put your house on the market. And it certainly is a great time to put a house on the market in between March and June. Um, so a lot of who we see come out to purchase homes during that time are we have a big group of soon to be empty nesters. So they're kind of shipping those seniors in high school off to college soon. And so they um, are excited for one reason or another to um, downsize that house. And so we'll see that March to June rush of, hey, my kid's graduating in May or June, and we just really want to kind of get a jump start on what's out there and getting our house um, on the market and um, just looking at what our possibilities are. We also see young families. So young families with young children kind of looking um, to maybe relocate to the house that they want 
the their kids to be in so that they can feed to certain elementary schools um, or be closer even to private schools that they're planning on enrolling their children in. So that March to June timeframe has those, those young families as well um, that are maybe looking to beat that summer rush or not real excited about moving in the middle of the, the heat of the summer. So they're trying to kind of um, go ahead and make that decision. We also see a lot of first-time home buyers. I think first-time home buyers definitely think that that's when you buy a house is in that spring or early summer time frame. So a lot of first-time home buyers um, will be out and about looking for homes. Um, there tends to be more on the market during that time which as a buyer feels really, really good to have a lot more to choose from because all the sellers seem to think that the spring is the time to put your house on the market. But we all know from basic economics classes about supply and demand, right? So more sellers say, this is when we put our house on the market. March to June is when we put our house on the market. So the market tends to have more inventory. Now, lately, that inventory is going very quickly. So it is certainly not a saturated market by any means and hasn't been for years and years. Um, but I just want to say there is more on the market. But there also tends to be more buyers out there looking too. So that's kind of, you know, I guess it's maybe somewhat of a wash, at least right now in this market. And um, hopefully we stay in this strong market, but it could be different in a few years. It, it certainly could be different. It could almost um, flip some of that to where there's more inventory than there are buyers out there looking. Um, again, that's not the market we're in, though, right now. Um, summer. So summer, a lot of people kind of feel like that's maybe the second best time to put your house on the market. So spring, early summer. Now we're moving into summer. Um, we see a lot of families in the summer that had their house on the market in early spring that now their house is under contract and they have to find somewhere to move. So the families that said spring's the time we put our house on the market now have sold their house or are close to selling their house and they're out there looking for their next home. So we have a lot of, um, I guess you could say move up buyers. What a lot of people call them people that are, you know, upsizing their square footage, upsizing their price point. Um, so a lot of, um, repeat home buyers. And then, of course, you have all of your families trying to get their kids settled um, before the school year starts. So there's kind of that big rush of, you know, June, July, um, and even early August where people are trying to nail down that house so that they can get their kiddos enrolled in school and get them settled and unpacked in their rooms before that first day of school, which here in our Metroplex tends to be towards the end of August. Um also, sometimes jobs such as uh, we have a you know ton of teachers that we appreciate very much, and in our metroplex, and a lot of those teachers are off of work. Um, either one or both spouses are off of work in the summer and are trying to move when their workday is lighter than it would be during the, the school year. Um, also, you know, there's certainly other professions as well where maybe they're, um, they have a little bit more downtime in the summer. And so that extra time allows them to home search and move and pack and get settled um, before their quote unquote regular life starts up again. Um, fall. Fall is still a really great time to put your house on the market. Um, a lot of times we will see buyers that sold their home in that summer rush that are out there looking um, for a home. Uh, a lot of buyers also 
just seem to feel like they have a little bit more luxury of time in the fall. There's not quite that school deadline looming. So um, you may have buyers that are looking at your house, but are also looking at quite a few other houses. There's maybe not quite that same rush. Again, we're in a really unique market right now um, this year where it there's just not a lot of inventory. So any pressure they're feeling tends to be because of lack of inventory and wanting to get their hands on a house um, before it has 15 offers on it or, or something like that. But um, fall, I think, is a fantastic time for buyers to purchase houses and also a really good time for you to put your house on the market. Um, it's not quite as hot. Um, so people really like that natural light coming in the house. It doesn't feel those west facing patios don't feel quite so um, hot as they do whenever you're trying to show your house on summer days and that kind of thing um, as well. And then um, again, the inventory somewhat uh, can can be a little bit I guess more in your favor in the fall and certainly in the winter because there's just not quite as many houses on the market as well. So we'll kind of breeze into winter there. Um, a lot of people ask about decorating for the fall and winter. Can I decorate my house for the fall or winter? I really prefer that our clients don't have any seasonal decorations up, at least for the photography. So when the pictures are shot, it can kind of just date your house. If you put your house on the market, um, let's say mid-November, and you have all of your Thanksgiving decor up, and now we're on the market, you know, December 6th, and it looks dated already in the photos. So at least for photos, we want to just keep that all very, very neutral. Um, but if you want to put some decorations up when your house is being shown, I, I personally have no problem with that as long um, as it's, you know, nothing that would be offensive or anything to any buyers. Um, and I mean, I can go into that a little bit, but with offensiveness, I would just say you want to keep any scary Halloween decor at a, a real minimum. You have to think you might have a two-year-old walking through your house, and we certainly don't want the child crying, walking up to your front door. So it'd be a good year to go a little light on some of that. Um, but you know, fall pumpkins and leaves and things like that are fine. You know, put your Christmas tree up and Christmas lights and things like that. But just maybe think a little bit dialed down a little bit this year if your house is on the market. Plus, you know, that cash buyer could walk through the door and want to move in in 10 days and then you don't want to have to pack all of your stuff up. Um, that would be a blessing and a hard thing all at the same time. So photos, no decor, please. But for showings, sure, it's still your house. And we understand that you want it to feel um, cozy and inviting for buyers as well. Um, but what we see in the winter is a lot of those buyers um, that are out there looking are what we call real deal buyers, right? They're out there seriously looking for a home. They're not just kind of lollygagging with some spare time on their, their hands. Those are your buyers that tend to be highly motivated, um, maybe moving because of a job change or a military base change, something like that. So you might have less 
showings in the winter months, but the buyers that are coming in the door tend to be a whole lot more uh, serious, motivated buyers. So you can kind of see we walked a little bit through spring, summer, fall, and winter, and there's there really are advantages to moving in all of those times of the year. So when people say, oh, is it a bad time of year to put my house on the market? Um, I would say my answer 90% of the time is, no, it's not a bad time. It's a great time to put your house on the market. Um, but it certainly can be, in all honesty, slower from, um, I would say, you know, late, mid to late November um, through the end of the year can be a little bit slower as far as showings go. Um, but again, those are your really serious buyers. And then we quickly see in January, there can be a little surge of buyers looking at homes because those are all the people that were putting their move off through the end of the year. Um, and then, you know, February is kind of the same boat. And then March, I mean, you're right back into those, those spring months. So there's really not a bad time to put your house on the market, um, at least in our Metroplex. But again, ask a professional in your area if that is all true for your um, specific home as well. So I just want to kind of um, mention that there are some other timing issues that I want to discuss. And one is so people will say, um, yeah, I'd really like to get my house on the market, but how much time do we need? How much lead time do we need from deciding that we want to sell to actually be on the market? So what I typically say is, you know, I, I need a day or two um, to go through my numbers, to go through a lot of online data and facts and figures that I need to check to come up with a comparative market analysis that I want to bring over and go through with you to discuss pricing. So a couple of days there to prepare um, those documents to come and visit with you at your house and um, suggest a market value for your home. And paperwork can all be done on that same day as well. And then um, home prep. So when we come and visit with a potential seller, we talk about what we think are the critical things that need to be done to the house. Um, and we try and not make that too lengthy. Um, but you know, things that, that really need to be addressed, um, before the house hits the market. And then we also talk about things that would help the house sell quicker and at a higher price point. Um, when we look at the comparables and we see, Okay, so all of these homes had new um, fans or light fixtures in the living room and dining room and the master bathroom. So it'd be really, really good if we could do that. You know, here's a contractor that can do that for you. Here's what we think that would improve with your home. Um, and you certainly get to make that final decision. But but that is something we do on that first visit. So when we talk about timing, some of it depends on how much you have to do there. If you have to have, you know, four rooms in your house painted, that's going to be a lot longer than someone that just needs to change um, a light fixture out and maybe get rid of a few extra pieces of furniture in their house. So that can that can vary, but really, a couple days to prepare paperwork, one day to complete all the paperwork, any home prep that needs to be done. And then we personally have um, staging done of every house. So if it's an occupied house, meaning you're living in your house while it goes on the market, the staging will be done in a few hours. And then we typically try and have photography done 
um, the same day as the staging. If your house is empty, then the stagers would bring in different pieces of furniture to your house. And again, photography can often be done that same day or the next um, morning. And then a couple of days to get those photos back from the photographer. So all in all, if you were really, really in a hurry, it could probably be about seven to 10 days from saying I'm ready to sell my house to being actively on the market and beginning showings. Um, But if your house is really ready to go, it looks in great shape, we really don't have any suggestions to put it on the market, it could even be um, shorter than that, maybe five days or so. Um, People also ask about timing as far as what day of the week to put the house on the market. Um, Some agents I know swear by listing a house on a Thursday or Friday to hit the market. I think those are both really great days to put a house on the market. And often that is when we put a house on the market. Um, But I can say that in today's market, it isn't all that important because we have such low inventory. Um, Buyers are looking every day online for what's hit the market and setting up showings. So it's not just weekends that buyers are looking. Buyers are looking seven days a week, honestly, um, both online and in person. So I don't think that it's as critical to list it on a Thursday or Friday as it was, you know, maybe five, 10, 15 years ago. Um, But I do want to say that um, sometimes there are different factors with your house that could make it better or worse to put a house on the market. Um, I know some houses that may be back to busier roads and there's high and low traffic times. Um, You know, maybe the weekends are just a whole lot quieter than when the school is letting out or um, maybe you're near a stadium or something like that. And you don't want the showings on the weekends because that's when the traffic is a little crazier and there's higher noise to deal with or that kind of thing. So make sure that you talk to your real estate agent about any of those concerns and it could affect, um, if there's a day that might be better or worse to put your house on the market. Um, also in one of our episodes that's called Should I Stay or Should I Go, where we talk about um, moving out of your house before it hits the market. Um, We talk about that it can be hard to keep your house in that showtime ready, um, you know, I guess condition. And so if there's a time where you say, hey, I'm going to be out of town for four days, that might be a great time to put your house on the market to try and aim for that. So you're going to be gone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then it would be fantastic to have all the showings hitting on those days when you know your house is going to be, every bed's going to be made, every dish is going to be put away. You're not going to be grilling salmon in your kitchen before showing or something like that. Um, You can have the pets gone, everything, and have it just in tip-top shape. That would be an important thing to let your agent know, or maybe even just try and plan a little, you know, weekend getaway um, so that you are out of the house and showings won't be restricted and people can just kind of come and go um, as they please. And it's okay if there's an 8 a.m. showing and a 7 p.m. showing and a whole bunch in between and it won't bother you at all. So that's certainly something to consider if you are going to stay in your house while it is on the market for sale. Um... Another question that I get asked a lot is how long is it going to take to sell my home? Well, 
everyone listening is going to have a different answer on their house. I can tell you that in the San Antonio Metroplex, um, the latest data is showing 53 days as the average days on the market. And of course, there are houses that sell in about two minutes. And there are houses that take a year and a half to sell or more um, and everything in between. But if you just take all of the homes that closed recently than the average in San Antonio is 53 days. Um, I can also say that that will depend a lot on two factors, which are price um, and desirability of your home. So desirability means how many homes are for sale in your area, and then also the condition of your house. So um, 22% of home sales in our Metroplex were below 200,000. So 22% of homes that sold um, in the last 30 days were below 200,000. If you have a house that is the market value is under 200,000 and it's in pretty decent shape, it should sell pretty quickly in the San Antonio area. So I can say that your days on market, if you're under 200 and it's a decent house that somebody doesn't have to dump a lot of money into. You're going to see 53 would seem like a whole lot of days. It's probably more like five days. And again, that varies neighborhood to neighborhood and how much, how many other choices that buyers would have around you. If there's 20 houses in your neighborhood for sale that aren't moving, then, you know, five days would probably be an unrealistic expectation. Um, and then in the San Antonio Metroplex, 70% of homes in the last 30 days, so 70% um, were priced in between 200 and 500,000. So as you can see, that's where the largest amount of home sales are, which means that's that's where you're hitting the biggest buyer pool is between 200 and 500. Now there's a big difference between a $200,000 house and a $500,000 house in San Antonio. I really wish they would break that down into two two separate categories. So we could kind of see that, you know, 200 to 350 and 350 to 500 and break down. I think that'd be a lot more interesting um, to help people pinpoint where their house would be. But I can tell you if you're on the lower end of that, so below 300 or maybe even below about 350 and your house looks nice, smells nice, it shows nicely and you have it priced accurately, you're going to go pretty quickly too. Again, unless your neighborhood is just saturated with inventory. Um, but as you start getting into those higher price points, 500,000 and over is only 8% of the San Antonio market. So a very much smaller buyer pool. And those houses um, tend to push higher on days on market, not all of them. Um, but a lot of those will sit for longer just because there's not as, as big of a buyer pool. There's just not as much demand for those homes over 500,000. Um, but I, I hope that that can kind of help. Um, if you wanted to reach out to me and text me or email me or call me, give me your address and maybe just a little bit about you know, our house is really updated or our house really could use $10,000 worth of work. I'd be happy to shoot you over what the average um, days on the market are in your neighborhood for a similar house to yours for, a, you know, one story, 2000 square foot house that's has granite kitchen countertops, but the flooring could stand to be replaced. We'd be happy to send you over average days on market and um, even pricing as well on that. Um, but I do want to say if you want to drive down those days on market 
and you have something special about your house. So some some things are special that would be hard to just put in and, you know, the snap of fingers like an in-ground pool, but pools are highly desirable right now and really incredible outdoor living spaces. So really big decks and maybe, um, you know, a little fountain in your backyard or maybe just a really pretty view out the back and lots of great landscaping that looks really nice. Um, or maybe you've just done an exceptional job at remodeling your house. So something that sets you apart from all the other homes in your neighborhood or most of the homes in your neighborhood, that's going to drive down your average days on market. Um, Also putting your very best foot forward from day one and listing your house at the most probable market price um, from day one are also going to drive down your average days on market. So um, you really have, you don't have a, you know, second chance to make a first impression in real estate on these buyers. They're not going to come back when you reduce your price. They've already moved on. So you want to, again, put your best foot forward, have the pictures right, have the staging done correctly. Look your very, very best from the first minute on the market. That is another way to really drive down your days on the market. Um, another question we get sometimes is how long are closings taking? Well, um, for years I have said that financed, so cash buyers can close and, you know, normally it's about two weeks, but most of the houses are financed with some type of financing. And I used to always say 35 to 45 days. That's our closing from when we get a contract, 35 to 45 days. But anyone, um, that we've seen going into contract um, that was trying to push more of that 35 days, we are seeing all of those closings get pushed back um, some because appraisers are overwhelmed. Um, a lot of that has to do with all of the refinance business that's going on right now. I mean, refinancing is through the roof. So those appraisers that are appraising refinance jobs are also the same appraisers that are um, out there looking at new purchases. And so they are so overwhelmed. I mean, we used to get those back within seven to 10 days of them being ordered. And I have heard lots of stories about that easily pushing two to three weeks for an appraisal to come back now. And then your lenders that are lending on all of that have so much paperwork and processing that they have to do after they get the appraisal back. So our closings are very easily um, pushing 45 days from when you have a contract and sometimes longer, um, depending on loan types and different circumstances with the buyers. Um, So I would certainly say that I would not plan on a 30-day closing if your buyer is getting financing. Um, It's easily going to be a 45-day closing. And um, I can say that all of our closings in the past couple of months, um, that the majority of them have had some delays. And by delays, I mean, you know, three, four, four days or so after closing is kind of what we're seeing. Um, But it's just a time to really make sure that you can lean into your real estate professional that you're working with and ask questions if you're worried about those delays um, and try and get some answers as to what's causing those. Um, But it is extremely common right now for that closing date to shift back a few days and um, definitely be at least 45 days from the contract day. Um, just because of how overwhelmed the systems are with new purchases and certainly all the refinances that are out there. Um, 
So that was kind of my discussion that I wanted to have today about timing, just um, really in our Metroplex. It's a great time to put your house on the market pretty much any time of year. Um, there can be circumstances that m- may make one season more favorable for your home than another. Um, but right now with low inventory and um, I would say that now is the right time to put your house on the market and not wait. We just don't know um, what the future holds, but I can say that it is certainly a strong market, especially for our sellers right now and buyers are buying because interest rates are so low. So it's a great time for our buyers to buy as well. So um, the right time to put your house on the market is sooner rather than later, in my opinion. And I hope you've gained some information too and insight about um, days on the market and also Um, the process of how many days it takes to get your house on the market once you make that decision. Um, But I hope this has been helpful. And as always, if you have any specific questions about your home or your neighborhood or how timing might affect your specific home and your specific circumstances, please reach out to me. I would love to help. And we'd also like to ask a favor from you. After you've listened to our podcast, please click subscribe to help others be able to more easily find our podcast. That helps so much. And we also hope that you would be willing to rate and review our podcast as well and listen to future ones. We have so much good information to share. If you have any suggestions or questions that you would like for us to discuss on our show, there is nothing we would like more than to hear from you. You are welcome to email us at team, T-E-A-M, wilsongroup at gmail.com or look for us on Facebook at the Wilson Group in San Antonio. We will have all this information in the show notes. Thank you and we can't wait to hear from you.